Hello and welcome to CreekCast. I'm Josh. I'm Marcus. And I'm still Ray. Still have Brother Ray with us and we are glad you guys have joined us for this Sunday. If you're listening to this in the Bardstown area, we do not have church today, at least in person. But we do online. We do online. 10 a.m. live stream. Yep, 10 a.m. live stream. You can find it on our website, on Facebook, or on YouTube. Um, on YouTube, if you search Mill Creek Baptist Church Bardstown, you will find us. It has our MC logo that we use for our church. Um, but we have a live stream starting at 10 a.m. Um, Brother Gary is preaching today, and so we're excited about his first debut and live stream uh, preaching. And so uh, we are, we're just, I mean, uh, how great was it last week of actually being able to do just a full worship service? Yeah, it's nice. People really loved having the music. Oh, yeah. Just had the music. Just, um, I, I won't throw names out on here, but I remember one of our church families, they posted of their girls dancing to the countdown yeah. video of, you know, just excited to have church. And I mean, that's just a great excitement right there is that, you know, we, we miss the fellowshipping with one another. I mean, as great as it is that speak for yourself, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just talk to brother Raven about all this, but you know, it's, you know, it was great to where, I mean, the first Sunday I preached and it was just me by myself mm-hmm. and that was very weird. Well, this past week we had, you know, some musicians here, all the staff or all the preaching staff was here except for brother Danny, you know, um, but we were under 10. But we were under 10. Yep, we were under 10. We were following the, the, the rules. No, no, we, we were at 10 for a little bit. And then <laughs> yeah, we, we were, were at 10, 10 for a little bit and then went to under 10. Um, but it was just great to actually have that fellowship of people that were like, man, you know, it's only been two weeks, but it feels like it's been so much longer. Yeah. You know, we talk about how, I mean, I remember at the beginning of this, they've been talking about how it could last until the end of April. And I'm like, man, that just seems such a long time from now, really. Yeah. Like. I know. And. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk about Easter, so yeah, we're not going. To, yeah, we're not yeah. going to mention that. Yet. <laughs> and, and let me mention this. And I don't want to take a longer time, but it was a reminder. As you know, you said it's been two weeks. It seems like forever. Uh, Lori and I were talking about the other day. She had been battling cancer for a couple of years, and so this two weeks is what her life has been for a year and a half to two yeah. years. And it made me remember how many other people who are in that position, what we've struggled with for two weeks, and thought, "Oh my goodness." they struggled with for a long time. Oh yeah. Shut in. Oh, exactly. Ooh, think... That's been their life for years. Yeah. Like we, we get crazy of just being in our house for, but yeah, think about the shut-ins who that's their daily life, you know? Um, yeah. It just makes you really appreciate what, what we have and what we've been able to do. And we just look forward to be able to come back. And I, I'm glad that we are each week. We're slowly making things more accessible and better to where, yes, we're live streaming, but we're also doing zoom meetings now to be able just to have that interaction. Cause as much as the live stream is great, there's not really a lot of interaction there. You know, yeah, you can talk to people in the chat and there, we did have that Sunday where people were talking to each other in the chat, you know, but with the zoom meeting, you're able to see face to face, you yep. know? And so I know, on Sunday night, tonight, if you're listening to this on Sunday, you know, our youth are doing, you know, you're, yeah, you're doing a live stream Sunday night, Wednesday yep. night's the Zoom meeting. Yep. You know, our, our adults doing a prayer meeting Wednesday night for a Zoom meeting. We're um, actually open to maybe uh, sneak in a Bible study or two. Yeah. Zoom. We're working toward that. I know that some of our, I'll say, I don't think that was me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know that, and, you know, some of our Bible study teachers have talked about doing Zoom meetings. And so hopefully, We'll see. And I know there's some of that's just stopped up, popped up of like, hey, let's get together and just talk and chat. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a great way just to be able to to connect. And so we encourage you guys. 
all of our live streams will be saved on Facebook and YouTube. You can always go back and listen to them. Um, sermons are going right up on the website for audio right after service because well, I'm already there and the computer's already up, so it makes it a lot easier to get it. Yeah, we're going to start a, start a new series um, this Sunday night uh, or tonight um, with our youth to not not to get away from the coronavirus and the fear and all that stuff, but just kind of like we, we get reminded about it every day on social media, oh, yeah. no matter where you're at. So we're going to look at something, um, kind of look at God's storytelling. Um, and we're going to look at uh, Luke 15, um, you know, that, that just the way you are and you don't have to be um, uh, f- uh, fixed to be found. Um, and we're going to kind of go that uh, through that for the next. Like I, like that? That. I like that. Um, I like that. That's the big idea. Um, and uh, we're going to kind of go through some different storytellers for the next few weeks just to kind of. Not, like I said, not get away from it, but just kind of be a new normal uh, yeah. and kind of kind of get that. So invite your friends. Yeah, there you go. And that's, and yeah, that's been one of the cool things of doing all these live streamings and Zoom meetings and stuff like that is just how many people are showing up that's not a part of our church on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, I know like on some of our youth group pages and children's group pages where they've done Zoom meetings, they're like, oh yeah, we've had first time guests show up to these things i'm like yeah. that's awesome yeah one you thing know? uh I, I meant to tell you but um brad uh they do vimeo 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 yeah. um and uh he actually for first time guests asked them to text a certain number um welcome so they could connect with them that way oh. um, i meant to tell you so you could reach I'll out start to working him on like, that yeah uh there's hey. a few things i'm having to get ready i don't have any paper on this <laughs> <laughs> um but uh you guys continue there you go that's what i was looking for but yeah it's <laughs> it's it's awesome to see the connection that we we were able to still have as a church because of technology. Um, as much as sometimes it's a pain, uh, it's been so nice to be able to do that. And I'm excited um, for what we're going to be doing in the future as this kind of progresses to go away, hopefully. Yes. Um, and we can kind of make that back to our old normal, but still be a different normal because um, nothing's going to be the same as it was before. So new normal, new normal. Well, let's get into our study for today. Yes, we could talk about this all day. We so. could talk about this all day. So we are in Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 12. And the Pharisees have been grilling, the Pharisees and Sadducees have been grilling Jesus. Uh, I, was like, I thought you were going to say like burgers or something. <laughs> <laughs> They've been grilling some pork loins. Nope, sorry, that's that's unclean to them. Sorry. <laughs> nope, can't, nope, can't do that. Um, but Jesus, it's time for him to respond. And I like how he does this. Jesus gets the crowd around him and he talks to the crowd and to his disciples. So he's not like, I'm going to call it the Pharisees looking at you, but I'm teaching the crowd in general. But he definitely talks about the Pharisees and the Sadducees and basically lays into them. You know, I think this chapter, Matthew 23, is one of those chapters that doesn't really get talked about a lot in scriptures. You know, I cannot think of a time I've heard a sermon on Matthew 23, Uh, except for the end part where um, it talks about the whitewashed tombs. That's the only part yeah. that we really talk about. The only thing that I can say that maybe we can get ideas from it is just the word hypocrite. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I can see that being spoken about, but like the really the, the story and all that stuff is not much. I would, I would agree. Yeah. Um, but we see here that basically the Pharisees are, he uses the word hypocrite a lot. So let's just go ahead and talk about hypocrites. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause a hypocrite is someone who puts on a mask, uh, to pretend to be someone that they're not. Yes. Just put it out. Let's put it out there. Just put it out there. You know, and that's one of the biggest arguments against the church. Well, it's full of hypocrites. Well, yes, absolutely. It is. Yeah. You know, 
Um, I'll say there are some people who do more of an intentional than others. You know, I'd say the three of us in this room, we can be hypocrites at times. Not that we try to be, but yeah. It's, yeah, we don't try to be hypocrites, but we do sometimes, you know, it's, you know, we, I, I'll be honest, like we preach, hey, share the gospel. We preach to your quiet times. We preach, pray and fasting, but do I always do that all the time? Of course. <laughs> now we're going to move away from Mark because the lightning comes down. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of a difference between what your heart is. I think, one, yes, we can deceive ourselves. I can talk yeah. so much about having a quiet time. I can talk so much about sharing my faith. I think I'm doing something I'm not because yeah. I talk about it so much. Yes. I see that different than me purposing yes. to deceive someone. To make it appear I'm doing something when I know I'm not. Oh yeah, that's hypocrisy. Yeah, that's and where I, the scribes I, and Pharisees. Yeah, work. and I would agree. There's there's different levels there. Yeah. You know, now some people will just view it all as hypocrites. You know, they're yeah. like, oh well, it's all the same. We see it as a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, to where we are not intentionally trying to deceive people, but it might happen. Well, yeah, the Pharisees here were definitely trying to deceive people. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, they the scribes and the Pharisees. Um, I would say were the ultimate hypocrites, and here we see Jesus basically. Uh, like he did not hesitate to call them out on it. No. Um, so just sort of so a few things in these first few verses here, we see that um, the scribes and Pharisees, they do not follow their works. They do not follow their words. You know, they preach one thing, act a different way. And that's, that's, I mean, like we said, that's being a hypocrite. You know, that's a huge part of it is not doing it. Um, they preach, but do not practice. They want to be seen by others as important, even though they, once again, don't do what they've, they've, they're preaching to do. And when we look at even what the Pharisees added to the law, you know, they added thousands of extra laws onto the scripture. And they tried to tell people, hey, you have to follow these extra laws, even them when them themselves they themselves did not do that. You know, um, they're trying to take the place of the Christ even when that was not their job. You know, because we look at the Pharisees, as the religious leaders, they were important to lead the people in the correct understanding of scripture, the correct understanding of living for God, but they let the power come to their heads. And that's such an easy thing as, as pastors in this room, that's the struggle of how we have it to where, Hey, we need to make sure this power that we have, the responsibility we have does not go to our heads. Yeah. That we could easily be like, Oh, well follow me and my words instead of follow scripture and what it says. Yeah. Think about what you're saying. I think, couple of questions I could ask myself. Am I becoming a Pharisee? Am I doing what I'm telling other people to do? If I'm not, then I'm becoming a Pharisee. When I walk into a room, do I demand that people pay attention to me? Do I have to be the center of attention when I walk into a room? If that's the case, yeah. then I've become a Pharisee. And yeah. this section wraps up with Jesus telling them, you need to be servants to one another and be humble. Because the Pharisees definitely were not that. They were not serving one another, and they were not humble. And so that's in that that list of, am I becoming a Pharisee? Am I serving others? Am I being humble? And if the answer is no, then it's like, all right, I need to check myself out. You know, what's yeah. what's going on here? I mean, I think when you, you have to ask yourself, you know, like when I do a good thing, um, do I do it to for people to notice? Do I try to make others look bad so I look better? Um, do I make make it seem like my life is perfect or better than yeah. so-and-so's over there? Um, or do I do it to please God? Um, you know, if obviously the last one is if you're doing it to please God, by all means keep going. But if you're doing it for those other reasons, you're being a hypocrite. And 
let me ask i'm gonna ask you guys this question i mean i kind of know the answer already but um can it's nice a, not being the only person that you ask a question yes <laughs> um, the word hypocrite um usually pertains to christians not being christian mm-hmm. um can a non-christian be a be a hypocrite trying to be a christian oh i'd say yeah Oh, I think, yeah, a non-believer can have hypocritical behavior. Mm-hmm. I think anytime you appear to be something you're not, yeah. then you're being hypocritical, believe yes. it or not. Yep, I agree. And I think a lot of times people, they they hear the word hypocrite and they automatically think of a Christian not yes. being a uh, But yeah, because you look at this right here, I mean, the Pharisees were not Christians. Right. You know, and this is exactly who Jesus is talking about. Yeah. Now, later on in Paul's writings, he talks about Christians being hypocrites. You know, and I think that's what we focus on a lot is Paul's writings on the issue and not. Yeah. And I think the the, the people that we come in contact with, I think, well, not people, the, the world that we live in, um, <laughs> they, they see um, the they, they look more for those Christians that are going to mess up. Yeah. Um, Christians don't normally see a non-Christian trying to mess up. Yeah. Uh, like we don't look for those bad things. Um, we oh. want to see those good things. And that's that, like Tammy, when we were engaged, she was working at a, a center in Missouri and her coworker, her co-teacher was not a Christian and she made it her job to try to get Tammy to stumble, try to get Tammy to mess up. So she could call her hypocrite. So she wouldn't feel so bad about herself and be like, Oh, well, you know, why don't I need to go to church? Because you're just like I am. Yeah. 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 Sees your own conscience really. Is yes. What down to. Yep. I think about, and this is jumping back a little bit, but we tie yesterday into today. Mm-hmm. We talked about loving God with all your heart, yeah. soul, mind, strength, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. It's interesting, Jesus, who is the best model of that, here is very confronted. Oh, yeah. So we kind of have this misunderstanding today that if we're loving, we aren't confronted. But loving can be confronted at times. And oh, yeah. It it's a needed thing. Speaking the truth. Yes. And he speaks the truth to them. Now, without knowing the truth, then there's never a chance to find that freedom in Christ. Yeah. And I think that's, I think being a parent is one of the easiest ways to truly understand that lesson is when you confront your child in a loving way of, hey, what you're doing is wrong and here's why. You know, and doing it in a loving way, you know, helps you understand what Jesus is doing here, you know confronting the Pharisees in a loving way. I mean, there's no doubt his words are very sharp during this. Like oh, yeah. he's the master of words of. Yeah. Cause I think, I, I mean, I think as Christians, we get very, e- it's very easy for us to exalt ourselves um, and not humble ourselves. Yes. Um, it's very easy to do that. I mean, that, that goes with non-Christians as well. Um, but one of my biggest pet peeves as Christians is when people can take any conversation or any situation, but yet, twist it to themselves um in anything um and that i mean that's really that's a pet peeve of just anybody that i have uh and there's people that are out there um but yet and i i obviously i think they do it just because it's who they are they don't really notice they're doing it um but at the same time it's uh humbling ourselves to to be like I'm no better than this person. Every situation doesn't have, not, does not have to be about me or my family or my kids or yeah. whatever it might be. It's, you know, there might be times where I'm expressing a, or venting or, um, you know, sharing my, my heart. And yet somehow they take it and put it to them themselves. And it's like, that's not what I want to do right now. Uh, and not saying that what you're saying isn't important. Um, but 
I'm not here to talk to you about yourself. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happens when you're self-centered and self-absorbed. Yes. And that kind of, unfortunately, our culture feeds that a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, whether it's in conversation face-to-face or on Facebook or whatever. And, and, you know, I've known some people just about broken their arm, patting themselves on the back. <laughs> yeah. Getting themselves out there. So. Yeah, I think it's crazy how, how easy it is for people to take, you know, a conversation where like, well, so-and-so in my family, blah, 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 or, you know, well, I did this, or, and it's just like, all right, we'll stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a real warning for us to guard against. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe that's not my weakness. Maybe my weakness is something else. But oh, yeah. But for us, that is our weakness. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we hate to say it, but if we're honest, we are self-absorbed. And oh, yeah. We, change every conversation to us or like i said you walk in the room and everybody's got to notice you yeah that's being self-absorbed yeah i know like for me um i'm not big on my appearance but like i do like to i I do like to (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) i did leave that door open Um, but i used to be a lot worse than i am now like i had shoes that literally i had every color of any pair of shoes so I could match my shirt with any color with my shoes. Um, and, uh, I remember I read a book one time It kind of convicted me and I ended up getting rid of a lot of my shoes. Um, cause it was like, you know, I'm doing it because I wanted people to see me. I wanted people to see, Oh, he's got some nice shoes and blah, blah, blah. And, and I mean, I know the world we live in now is shoes are the big thing now. Um, shoes and socks and hats and things like that. Um, and not those are bad things, but when you're doing it to bring yourself yeah. better than others or exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I still try to match and, you know, do my thing, but like, I don't do it to the point of, Hey, look at me. It's, I just want to look nice and, and whatnot. But it also goes back to, am I trying to exalt myself or am I going to humble myself? Truth. So truth. Prayer request. Prayer request. Uh, hungry is today's prayer request. Pray for the rise in materialism over the la- the past 20 years has led to an increase uh, in atheism. 45% of Hungarians are atheists. Pray for revival in Hungary. It's amazing how those two go hand in hand. Materialism and atheism. atheism. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those interesting studies to look at of how when we start focusing on our things and our, our items, how they become our God in our life. It's funny because, ironically, they're not atheists. Yeah. They're following the God of materialism. Yep, exactly, (laughs) yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, I I know this might be a controversial statement, Uh but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I truly believe there's no atheist in this world. I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, they believe in something. They just don't realize what they believe in. Yeah. And I think often atheism is a convenient out because if there is a God, they're accountable to him. Yep. And so if they can deny such, then they don't have to be accountable. Yeah, I agree. So now a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the custom, coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, Constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, did we mention they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees? Go say hi to Carl on sundaycool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And then today's life step is never let another person do your thinking for you. Test all things 
hold fast what is good. First Thessalonians 5.21. So in theory, I should not let this life step do the thinking for me, and so I should not believe this. You take it <laughs> <laughs> For this day. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, it's true. I think it's, it's I think, yeah, it's because you look at the Pharisees, they were thinking for the people. That's what it really yeah. boils down to is they were thinking for the people coming up with these laws and all this other stuff to where the people should have been like, well, what does scripture say? Yep. It's like when Paul commended the Bereans because they searched the scriptures to see even if what Paul was saying yes. was yep. true. Yep. Yeah. So, well, for this Sunday, we hope you guys can join us this morning or could have joined us this morning. But if not, it'll be on our YouTube, Facebook uh, website uh, for our live stream. Yes. Uh, It'll be there from now until it goes away. (laughs) And then this evening, we'll have a kids' lesson at six o'clock, youth at 6 30. And we'll be on Facebook and it will be on our YouTube channel. Yes. So, well, I've been Josh. I've been Marcus. And I've been Ray. Booyah. Booyah.